0: Tato, do you feel like you have a healthy work life balance?
1: No. Okay, that's your problem. I'm trying to Moving build a ca- I'm trying to I'm trying to build a department. I can't have a work a healthy work-life yeah. balance yet. Me please. neither. I don't have a work-life
0: balance. <laughs> Henrietta, <so> please don't <laughs> include this <laughs> part podcast. Please. This just looks bad for our brand. Welcome to the Forwards Podcast, brought to you by Full Time Creatives, um, where we talk about entrepreneurs building creative collaboration. Today's episode, we're going to be focusing on the building content pillar, and I'm joined by the beautiful and magnificently brilliant and intelligent <laughs> Tato Maja, aka Madam President. Introduce yourself.
1: My name is Tato Maja. I'm the marketing strategist here at Full Time Creatives.
0: Thank you for joining me on this podcast today. So, guys, just to give you a brief rundown of what we're going to be chatting about, this space right now, specifically the marketing space, it's kind of led by technology Mm -hmm. because everything we do, we incorporate tech. You know, we incorporate the latest softwares, the latest updates, that type of thing. And most recently,
1: we've been met with ChatGPT. As an AI buff, I was so so excited about this ChatGPT. The group's definitely split. <laughs> half the people are in love with this thing, other half are terrified by it. I think I think the reason a lot of people are scared is because it's such an advanced chatbot to have come out and have grown in popularity so quickly. Yeah. And another thing about these advanced AI softwares and these advanced AI systems is that It is very intimidating because the first thing you think of is, oh my goodness, my job is on the line. My lifeline is on the line. My livelihood is on the line. I'm going to become redundant in every sort of industry. Sure. But that's not the case. The topic is going to be
0: how AI is revolutionizing the market space and how you can make it work for you. Whether it is in your day-to-day job currently or whether you feel like you should incorporate it or maybe you shouldn't. That's what the conversation is going to be about. Just to start off, let's get straight into it. What is ChatGPT? ChatGPT is basically a chatbot that you can talk to, right?
1: Basically, yes. Uh, it does more than that, though. So you can have it translate, you can have it generate text, you can have it code for you. So it's absolutely insane. What you do is you log on, you ask it a question. So it's very prompt based, very similar to Google, but instead of having multiple avenues of getting different information, it doesn't like search results. Yeah. So you don't get search results, essentially. What it does is it will pull from various sources and it will generate a response based on what you've asked, based on the prompt. So generally how it works is the more detailed the prompt, the more detailed the response. But as vague as you get, it gives you sort of a general Okay.
0: Yeah, and talk to me about the responses. Are they any language, any... like how, how do the responses get spat out? So if I put in there, if I log on and I say, okay, give me the perfect Instagram caption for a small business wanting to grow in South Africa.
1: So that's quite tricky because ai learns from data input so it's not a uh, things that are human centric or things that humans would be able to sort of gauge from perspective like context type things or what's the definition of perfection looks like would vary because a perfect caption would look different for me and it would look d- different for you
0: so if you st- does it give the same answer to everyone so if we ask the same question well it's about the same answer because like i mean i'm thinking from a copywriter's perspective from caption writing that type of thing it's not really going to be useful
1: if everyone in the same industry has the same content so how does that work no so it won't give you the same response um it will pull most probably from the same data sources but not so much give you the same answers i think it's very unique in that sense because then you can generate new ideas which is probably why it's been so appealing to people that work in the marketing space because new ideas for new clients, for new issues. Mm. So very much the same, centered around the same knowledge, mm. but not as copy-paste. So it, it's also quite nice because it's 100% unplagiarized. Okay, Yeah. all right. And just side tidbit for any copywriters or any copy editors that are concerned or any lecturers that are concerned about ChatGPT writing your students' essays or not, not being able to credit it. I saw a video and checked in an article. There was something about ChatGPT in its newer version coming out with like a watermark, but like a coded watermark. So if you copy uh, the text... What? If you copy the text, any plagiarism or, yeah, any plagiarism will, 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 yeah, s- s- software sure. will pick it up. What is that
0: software? Turn it in. Is turn it, it in? in. So, like, Turn it in will probably pick up that it was yeah. mainly generated by. China. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's
1: cool. I mean, so for my master's, there was a question I asked it, and it gave me a pretty decent answer, but. Especially in like academic spaces, it would be a bit of a problem because how do you how do you cite it? How do you reference that? I something? just feel
0: like if you're a teacher and you're teaching a bunch of grade elevens or twelves and there's one Okimuloki who never submits good answers and now he has this full written, perfectly worded, zero spelling mistake essay. Yeah.
1: You'll know. You'll definitely like you'll know. know. Yeah. like sorry Steve. Yeah. You didn't make <laughs> that. You don't use conglomerates. <laughs>
0: Please. You never <laughs> use the word come to the Never. A purr
1: purr. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ever. <laughs> I hate us. So now that you guys have a very basic idea of what ChatGPT is, it's an AI bot that you can chat to. Think of it like a WhatsApp conversation yeah. with your mate, but very smart mate. <laughs> yeah.
1: Very, very smart. <laughs>
0: Let's move into the space of discussing who ChatGPT will work for and what the uses could potentially mean in their industry. So tell me, who does ChatGPT work for industry-wise?
1: Very ambitious answer. I would say ChatGPT works for everyone. But realistically, on a day-to-day, I think it would work for people that have um, tech-based jobs, like where a lot of text, a lot of analytics are needed. So off the top of my head, copywriting it would help massively for copywriting. But there is a risk there of you know, becoming redundant because if a chatbot can write a 300-word blog, then what is your actual job?
0: So for my understanding, it's, it's best for people with large data entries. Yeah. So whether you are a copywriter or a data analyst, or you have a thousand contacts to work through, or you have you know one hundred and fifty thousand reports to analyze, or whatever, you can pretty much input whatever. And I think it's that like um, large-scale information analysis that it's really good at. Yeah correct? Definitely. Okay, last thing I want to ask you, which I think we did forget, is this concept (laughs) of AI being a tool and not a crutch. So, I mean, we've implemented the second we had access to it, we were like, oh my goodness, just the fact that it could give us a base or a skeleton to work off of has cut a lot of our lead times in half, you know, even more. Mm. But um, we still have to make edits after that. So from our side, I think I can speak to the fact that we use it often and it helps often, often yeah but it is definitely not replacing what yeah. we do i think it's made our efficiency go up skyrocketed but it has definitely not been all or nothing it's yeah. kind of like this in-between ground of using it understanding how to use it understanding mm-hmm. what prompts we can actually give it that yeah. work and then being able to fill that gap because yeah. at the end of the day it doesn't just spit out answers you have to know which questions yeah. to ask
1: i think um one of my favorite bits of discourse surrounding AI is that, yeah, AI is going to take over the world. It's going to make us redundant. But at the same time, if you know how to, it's designed to be helpful. I mean, think of Siri. Siri is designed to help you mm. find things faster, things that you can't necessarily type. So you just sure. ask, hey, Siri, X, Y, and Z. Sure. So it's supposed to be a, a, it's not supposed to replace anything. But I think knowing your value in the industry, knowing the value you add, I think it will help you switch from, oh no, I'm going to be replaced to this is what AI can't offer, this is what I offer and this is what I can continue to offer and then using AI as a as a means to make you better. Sure. Yeah.
0: Maybe it is just about like embracing what makes us human. Mm. You know, and those spaces where your human interaction or your emotion or your empathy come in, that's where you should be specializing. Yeah. You know, like that's where it is gonna make a big difference. In our industry, everyone can schedule social media posts mm-hmm. everyone can design graphics you know everyone can write captions mm-hmm. but it's about who knows your client better yeah who understands the client better who understands yeah. the target who's audience done better. the groundwork exactly who's done the groundwork and that's what like makes us stand out from competitors mm-hmm. is how much we care about the brand yeah we work with. that care can't be replaced by an ai system you can't put into chat gpt like oh we've cared about this client for five years Please write a caption for them. Yeah, you know. So I, I think maybe that's like a positive way to look at it. Yeah. Is in any industry that you're in, there's a reason why you were picked for that that position, yeah. and you were probably competing against candidates who have exactly the same specialty as you. So what made you get the job? Yeah. Maybe it was a human element of yourself. So maybe AI will just make us better humans. I think unless less it, it robotic. Mm.
1: Mm. Depends. If you're really robotic, it's 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 done for you. Sorry. Maybe it
0: will teach you some emotions, Tato.
1: Nah. <laughs> I think there is some merit to the concerns about ChatGPT and AI taking over the world, but I don't think it's founded enough. These problems of, oh, the fourth industrial, I mean, the fourth industrial revolution is here, but it's already started in some countries it's been there. We're
0: fully operational in it. Yeah. I mean, it's also like, okay, you have AI. I think AI scares people because it's the closest tech, that is human-like, yeah. you know? But there have been softwares that have been launched that have eliminated jobs now for years, you know? I mean, if we look at schedulers, if we look at these these um, content idea generators where you put in a topic and it gives you like 50 million topics that are trending online, like those have all been launched already. Yeah, yeah. And they're already being used by us. So it is definitely about like finding the tools that can make you more efficient, which means you can take on more clients, which means you can do more work for those clients faster.
1: It's also a very big conversation within the AI space, within the ethics of AI space. Can you teach a bot? Can you teach AI human consciousness? And the biggest thing is whose consciousness do you teach it? Sure, because that's also subjective. Yeah, that's also very subjective, which is why it's been very difficult. Even things that require just a little bit of human sensitivity. Sure. They've taught Empathy. it. Yeah. For example, self-driving cars. Classic example within eth- the ethics of AI. You teach it, okay, you protect the person in the car, but what happens if the person in the car is a dictator and the person in front of you who swerves because a truck was driving funny? You now... Kill the mother of three in front of you because, is, like, it's, it, it's very it, dark. It's no, yeah, exactly. it, but, but it's it's that type of thing. Like, whose life do you value? Like, how do you teach drive safely, please? Go.
0: If you teach your car to protect you, that's what it'll do. Yeah. but as a human, you make those decisions as you go. Like, if but you're it's gonna, it's very situational. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah, yep, yep, yep. So, then let's go into the limitations of Chat GPT. So, obviously, everyone is terrified yeah. of this thing especially people in a space that is their job so data analysts or copywriters or even like um what do you call it like when people check copy copy editors copy editors I think there's there's a lot of people in our industry and in our space that are really scared because it's like is my job gonna per- become redundant am I gonna even be needed so let's talk about some of the limitations so
1: this is my favorite part of any fear-driven AI inventions because realistically AI is designed to be a tool to help us be better at our jobs to help us be more efficient and I will say this it's very difficult to teach a machine emotions so if I'm going to write an article for example I tested it last week I said write an article about the top 3 trends happening in social media the limitation it did give me is that it didn't take into con- yeah it didn't take into account what's happening currently but it did pick up trends that have happened and trends that did perform well. In that same breath, it did write an article, but tone was off, jargon was off, uh it was very repetitive. But, but like the
0: scary thing about Chat GPT is and you can just ask it to fix it. Like You I did?
1: Didn't Is it? It didn't fix like it I've as nicely as I would. So it okay. I mean it does take time to learn my prompts it does take time to learn um what my tone is and all of that but it did help me massively because i had a skeleton of how i wanted it structured Mm. then i could go in and input and say okay okay these three sentences don't like them don't like how they're constructed but but in terms of
0: like tone and emotion i mean i've asked it to write a caption for people under the age of 25 and use lingo relative to them and it will like it'll incorporate TikTok lingo and it'll be like our oh, purses, yes, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> but but I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. There are limitations. I mean,
1: things like write a birthday message for Kate about uh, our time together. Sure, I mean it's not gonna know that, your memory. Yeah, but even a client of ours writes a caption about the wedding industry and congratulating a new bride. It was it was shallow. <laughs> It was cold. Really, it was it was cold.
0: I think another two limitations that I've come across is understanding intent and, and context. Yeah. So you might ask it to write a caption about a bride. It doesn't have the context about which bride it is. Yeah. You know, maybe that bride is Tried a thousand dresses on, and only you knew that. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, it, it can take you really long to get the prompt that you want because you actually need to explain to the bot yeah. exactly what happened for you to want this, but even, this output.
1: But even still, there was a there, there was a book I read, and I, I wanted to share some of my thoughts about that book. And I asked it to just out of curiosity write a write a caption explaining the giving a brief summation of the the book okay um you obviously put like the book title and yeah everything. the book title the author uh what i rated it so basically i gave it a skeleton of what i wanted it to look like okay. so it had the books rating it had the author it had the name of the title um it had one of my favorite characters from the book okay right? those four things and it gave me it wasn't as well constructed as i would have liked it but it did give me a pretty decent Skeleton. foundation sure. of what I wanted to work on
0: I mean that's how I've been using it yeah. I, I, I very rarely used what it spat out exactly as it. yeah. it's like I always make edits mm-hmm. because it is like just that additional you know your client you know what you're trying to spit out and it just it won't be what you want it to be unless yeah. you know unless and, you that, made it and it.
1: that's where that's where the the split between AI stopping and humanness comes like <laughs> human emotion comes <laughs> you <laughs> Yeah, we with
0: <laughs> 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 Homo sapiens.
1: <laughs> Where um our emotions come into sure. play because um, And
0: understanding like who you're working Yes, with, I mean, okay, take it from maybe that's what when you said like tech or data, that space, there is no emotions mm-hmm. that work. So if you're just sourcing through coding or if you're wanting it to check like a certain paragraph for you, whatever, if there's no emotion attached to it, I
1: think it, it works it, brilliantly. Like, brilliant, if you yeah. if you wanted to check why your code isn't running you can copy your code into it and yeah. say, why is my code not running? And mm. it will tell you why it's not running. Sure. It's brilliant for things like that, for finding solutions. Yeah. But as for writing for people, yeah. it can write two people, but writing four people, I think that's where ChatGPT struggles quite a bit. I'm even
0: th- thinking about like the way we go about creating content for our clients. A lot of the content ideas we come up with from knowing our clients so, and like, knowing the type of like the target audience they're trying to reach. So like think about TikTok. When we come up like come up with TikTok ideas, it's usually a trend that we have to rework. Yeah. What I want to try ask it is put in a TikTok trend, like a link to a TikTok video and say like, can you make this relevant to the social media industry? And see if it can actually like adjust the... You know what I mean? Hmm. I don't think it'll be able to do that. I also want to see what it'll spit out if I get if I ask it to give me good South African jokes. You know what I mean? Like they'll be really cringy. The last point I want to make. I think we've spoken about it on our socials like a couple of times, but this it's this idea of like revenue generating activities, Mm -hmm. and I think like with any job ever, there's like crappy parts and there's fun parts, right? So in the creative space specifically, a lot of the the stuff we need to do happens in our head, but there is this massive admin-related side. And I think that AI and ChatGPT helps us focus more on those revenue-generating activities. Mm -hmm. Your revenue-generating activities is not going to be writing captions. You know, it's not going to be... Sourcing through 15,000 contacts to figure out which ones have the error. Like, that's yeah. not going to be what makes you money in this world anymore. I'm sorry. So, I think like ch- ChatGPT and AI in general in any space, look at it as a way for you to now focus on the things that make you a really good employee, a really good service provider, a really good boss, a really good leader, a really good teammate. Like, focus on the things that actually make you level up in your profession yeah. and in your life. And I think that's what we can, that's how I'm looking at it, yeah. is that now that I don't have to sit and source through everyone's flipping spelling mistakes along with Vanya. Well, actually, Vanya does that. I don't really do that. (laughs) Now, I don't have to go and sit and try brainstorm 50 content ideas for a client. I can at least have a base. I can at least have a starting base. So, I think it's about that. Focus on the things that make you more money and replace things with AI where it makes sense.
1: Yeah. And in the same breath, um, the onus is on us to not let it make us become redundant. So Upskilling. Yeah. Upskill yourself. Find more ways to be better at your job, find unique ways to be better at your job. Things like... And yeah. I think like in every industry,
0: there's a shift towards like personalization and customization uh-huh. of services. Everyone wants to feel like they're the best person in the yeah. room. And AI gives you the space to do that. If yeah. you're a business owner and you have zero touch point to your customers because you've been spending your day behind your laptop, yeah. maybe AI can replace that so you can actually visit some of your stores. Uh-huh. You can actually go in and interact with some of your customers. So I think the worst thing you can do in the space, the worst thing, is to pretend like it doesn't exist. Yeah. It's not going anywhere, and that's the worst thing you can do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Vanya enters the room.
1: (coughs) (coughs) My one hot take would be, and I actually, I think I saw it on LinkedIn the other day, and I was Mm. like, that makes a lot of sense. Mm. People shouldn't be afraid of AI. They should be afraid of people using AI when they are not. Yeah. If you are in the professional space and you're intimidated by AI, you shouldn't be concerned about AI taking your job. You should be concerned about someone else using AI taking your job. Yeah, definitely. Mike, oh,
0: to summarize and to sum up, Chat is here. It's happening. It's not going away. No. It's going to be here. The, I think there's a new version coming out that's going to be yeah. 10 times better. Um, you know, all these limitations mm-hmm. we've spoken about, the fact that it can't understand necessarily human emotion, your intent, your context, um, and it doesn't have your memories. It doesn't have your human interaction. I think those are all limitations. Those might be erased in the next version. Like I know you said, you know, emotion is really hard to teach a bot, mm-hmm. but it's not something that they're not working on,
1: which I is mean, scary. They've, all, they've been working on it since what? Long ago ages I would say decades 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 (laughs) um a long long time
0: so on that note we're gonna wrap it up thank you for joining us um we loved having you here we hope you enjoyed the conversation drop us a comment um drop us a dm if you have any topics you want us to chat about moving forward if there's any questions you have let us know we're here eight to five during the week and also on Sundays usually because we panic for Monday you work on a Sunday don't lie
1: do like after two (laughs) o'clock anyways (laughs) uh, bye
0: thank you for coming thank you for listening stay tuned subscribe like comment share drop us a dm a comment if you have anything you'd like us to chat about and we'll see you next time bye